Hi, welcome everybody to Activate Your Health, the newest podcast from Activate Allen County. My name is Josh Onabrink. I'm here with Kayla Montfort. Hello. Hi, Kayla. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty great. I'm a little nervous about this first podcast. I'm not a professional to say the least. How much podcast experience do you have, Kayla? Well, this is my first podcast ever, Josh. Uh, so I think we're going to learn together. Thanks to Dave Woodward back there because he's doing the heavy lifting for us. Our producer extraordinaire will be taking us through our first podcast where we're going to talk about all things health here in Allen County. From the fun to the serious, we're going to discuss health-related issues that affect the people that live, learn, work, worship, and play in our county. That's right, Josh. We will be bringing this to you every month with multiple different topics that will affect multiple levels of the health here in Allen County. But let's start off with talking about what Activate Allen County actually is for those who may not know what we do in the county. That's a great suggestion because I often get questions, you know, what is Activate? I hear about the work that you're doing, but really, what are you as an organization So we have multiple member organizations that come together to bring us this public health collaborative that we call Activate Allen County. To give you the laundry list, it's Mercy Health, Lima Allen County Chamber of Commerce, Allen County Public Health, Mental Health Recovery Services Board, Allen County, the United Way of Greater Lima, West Ohio Community Action Partnership, Lima Allen County Regional Planning Commission, the City of Lima, and Bluffton University. And so what does that mean? What do those organizations do? Let's explain to the folks at home and listening exactly when we say that they're part of our executive council and a part of Activate Allen County, what does that mean? So these are the members that come together on a regular basis to meet, to discuss what Activate Allen County should be doing in the community, how we can continue to work together down the same continuum of of health. So we are looking at ways to not reinvent the wheel, to not duplicate services, but to work with these organizations listed and also just the community in general to bring health and wellness to the forefront. And that is so important, Kayla, because if we don't have a central vision for what our county should look like, how to impact the health of our residents, then so many organizations are trying to do their own work in siloed bubbles. And there's duplication of services, like you said. And, you know, a lot of the funds that are being spent to impact community health can be wasted in that way. So that is really what we're trying to be is that neutral convener to bring people together to focus on a central theme to keep that continuum of health moving in the right direction. So let's talk about some of the community work that we do and some of our projects, programs, and initiatives that we're working on. So we have multiple community organizations and work that's coming together to bring this broader vision to life. One of those things is our community health improvement plan, also known as the CHIP. So this is a way for us to look at the community data that we collect and figure out ways for us to come together with our multiple organizations and our work groups to continue to impact the health of our residents. So this is more than just what you're eating and how active you are, but this work plan encompasses our mental health, our emotional health, our looking at our spiritual health and how we can all come together in those manners. It also includes housing and public transportation, which you may not realize also greatly affects how we can be as healthy as possible. Yeah. And a lot of that work, when we talk about our community health improvement plan, that's the work of many organizations, many individuals, government officials coming together to create that plan. And what Activate Allen County is trying to do is make sure that we're capturing all of that meaningful work that's happening. It's not that we're doing that work, but we're just monitoring, tracking, and supporting the work that's happening in many areas. And as Kayla mentioned, the 
community health improvement plan is based on our community health assessment, which we also help administer. And that is a complicated assessment that deals with paper surveys, surveying all the schools in our county, as well as doing some individual mailings to folks to get them to complete an assessment, which is very important. And then we also have some community conversations. So we're actually encouraging folks from our county to have talk with Kayla and I and tell us about the issues they're facing around health and just in their lives in general. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff there, Josh. So let's talk about off the topic of kind of getting into those weeds of exactly that data, which, you know, that's that's no fun for many people to talk about. But we do have a lot of fun challenges that Activate brings to the community in a way for us to engage with our residents, in a way for us to see what the needs are and how we can impact those on a program level with what we call our activated challenges. Wait, you're telling me that people don't want to go deep diving on data on a podcast? Oh, well. No, no. (laughs) I think you're probably right there. But yeah, our challenges are where we really engage the community from our business challenge to our faith community challenge to our activated school challenge to our activated childcare challenge to our community challenges. We are trying to enable and empower individuals, schools, workplaces, childcare centers to take the health of their students, their employees, and their congregation in their own hands. And so we're providing funds, technical resources, and assistance to those different businesses, faith-based institutions, schools, childcare centers, community centers, to help them impact the folks that they're working with. We try to not dictate what they should spend that money on. We just want to make sure that the money that they're spending is sustainable and meaningful. And we have a number of tools that we you know, have in our tool belt that we pull out to make sure that those things are being met. Tell us about some of the most fun that we have because yeah. 2020 has not been fun, let's face it. A lot of our events had been put to the side or tabled. And so... Kayla, tell us about the the really fun stuff that Activate is in charge of. Definitely, definitely. Josh and I love to be out in the community. We love to leave our desks and engage with our residents and have those conversations about how we can continue to improve the health of our community. And we do that through multiple different ways. We have distribution events where we're passing out some goodies to families, likely in a drive-through fashion currently. So we do that uh, as a as a way to engage and get people some equipment and get people some resources that they need in order to be healthy in their own environment. We also uh, work with the Lima Locos, and we are out there at some uh, ball games. We have community expos where we invite people to come in for a free day of fun at the Civic Center. We also have bike rodeos, which teach our kids how to safely ride bikes. We have a great partnership with the police department and the parks department. And we're able to provide helmets and really engage the kids with how to safely ride their bikes and transport themselves in the neighborhood on those bikes. Yeah. And they're super fun. Those are the events where we get to, you know, really connect with the community, see smiling faces and give some good back into the community. When, when I think of Allen County and the future that we're trying to build through activate Allen County, I see a community where regardless of, where you're born, what your income is, what your creed, color, religion might be, that you have the opportunity to live a full, healthy, and a life where you can meet all of your potential. And I think that takes a lot of work. And obviously, we have a lot of partners that need to build up our community in that way. But I really think that we can have an Allen County and a Lima that is a destination place for people to live, to have a family and to retire from. So do you have any shared visions of what you'd like to see for our community in our county? 
Well, I mean, I think, again, that's a huge vision and a huge amount of work that we need to do. But I think we need to also celebrate some of those small successes along the way as we see what the word health means, because we are really looking at a broad, broad vision. When you think about the term health and how people perceive that, there's individual health, there's family health, um, how we look at our city and our county level. And also the term health is more than what we eat and what we're uh, consuming as far as our diet. It's, it is involving how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our community around us, how safe we feel. Are we able to get ourselves to work or to meaningful activities? Do we have a, a roof over our heads that provides us the shelter that we need? So I think that really is one of our first you know, issues and desires is to see that term health really expand upon itself. Because when we think about health, many of us turn to, oh, I need to exercise more. Oh, I need to eat better. But really, there is just so much more to that term. So I think our vision for, for the city and for the county in terms of health needs to make sure that we are broadening the goal of what health really is. Yeah, that's a great point because people really think of health as an individual issue and not as that world health, our nation's health, our state, our county, our city, and you know our neighborhood's health. What people really do think of health is that individual health. You know, and I think a lot of people are trying to better themselves. I know personally, you know, I'm trying to, it's not that I take a resolution on every year, but I am trying to improve my personal health and my family's health. I, I know I drink a lot of coffee. I at one point was drinking like four espressos a day. I'm trying to give back more to the community. And those are, those are lifestyle changes that I'm trying to make. Is there anything that you're doing to try to personally, just individually uh, improve your health? Oh, definitely. I think that you always have to be thinking about how you can improve your health. And I think we need to also again, expand on that term of health and how we think about that. During the pandemic, I found myself and my family eating a lot more junk and garbage and you know, refined sugars, refined carbohydrates. So we're working on decreasing that just with being at home and being wanting to make things that are simple and fast. We're, so we're looking at how we can reduce that, eating some more clean foods. We're, I'm also thinking about the exercise capacity and the fact that as a working mom and as a sports mom, that there is just not enough time to do the workouts that I like to do. So looking at how I can my, my normal day. So during commercials, doing some squats or doing some planks, making sure that that's part of a habit that we start to develop, not just sitting idly on the couch. And I call that wasting time. That I could be doing something a little more productive. And then also thinking about building relationships, because we've had a lot of isolation recently. People are feeling down and we're not really being intentional with our relationships. We're kind of relying on either relationships via the screen or relationships via text. And that's not really how I think humans were meant to interact. So my one of my goals is really more of those intentional relationships as well. That's a great point, Kayla. I mean, I think a lot of people feel disconnected right now, isolated. I've been dealing with that. You know, it's like a blanket of depression is upon us, not seeing the people that we love, being able to hug our family members. And so a lot of people are dealing with that out there. And I just want to you know, encourage anyone, if you are feeling isolated, alone, don't wait to reach out for assistance. There's help available. The Mental Health Recovery Services Board has their hotline available for crisis. Call 1-800-567-HOPE. That's 1-800-567-4673 or text 741-741 to get connected. Such a valuable number. We should all have that in our phones or posted somewhere where we can be um, easily accessible for anyone who may need that in our lives or for ourselves. And you are here with Activate Your Health with Josh and Kayla with Activate Allen County. We have taken some time 
already to talk about what Activate Allen County is and talk about what Josh and I see as our vision for the health of our community and how we want to continue to work with the collaborative to really maximize how Lima and Allen County work together to increase their capacity for health and wellness. And now we are going to move into our segment that we are calling the Leader of the Month, which will be every month having a guest come in and join Josh and I to talk about a topic relative to the community, whether it be health or wellness or just a you know, a knowledge topic that we'd like to share with our listeners. As our first podcast kind of develops and take place, we thought we would want to today have a little conversation with Dave Woodward, who is behind the window, behind the glass, helping us out, making us sound fantastic and a lot more professional than we probably actually sound in real life. So we thought we would take a moment to ask Dave what he feels around health and fitness and what that means to him personally. It's an honor to be here. Hey, well, thanks, Dave. You, you, yeah. you are cleaning up those ums and ahs and those stutters. So of course you're, doing, you're doing God's work back there. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it's my pleasure. So tell us, you know, when you think about health and fitness and wellness, Dave, what does that mean to you? Well, for me at the moment, it, I'm out of shape. So that's what it means to me. Like I've been struggling with this during the whole pandemic. I was doing great for a couple months in terms of exercise. And then I got injured because I think I was going too hard, too fast. So now I am struggling with what I do to try and exercise. But as you said, it's not all about exercise and it's not all about eating healthy either. But I admit I've been eating uh, more, more stuff that I just really want to eat. I haven't been quite as disciplined just to, just going to those comfort foods a little quicker than you might normally do? Yes, absolutely. And um, so in both those areas, I've kind of fallen down a little bit. And in, in terms of, uh, I, as you kind of alluded to there, mental health is a big part of being healthy. And um, I think I'm doing better now. But I think that back in the spring and the summer, eh, there were some rough times there, you know, because we're, we're all isolated and it's, it's just very heavy. On all of us. It is. It is. And, you know, thank you for admitting that. Thank you for realizing that and seeing that and being able to talk about that, too, because I think many times the mental health aspect is something that many people want to cover up or don't feel like people want to hear or they don't want to talk about it in public or they feel like it's some sort of bad thing that they're going through and they should do that alone. So, yeah, again, we really need to focus on that piece, especially as we move through the pandemic and hopefully into brighter times ahead. But it is important to bring that up because in our world, I mean, we're sitting in the uh, the wonderful 93.1, the fan sports radio studio, and I played football growing up, played a lot of sports, and you don't talk about questioning your mental health or having anxiety. And so I think it's important to have those conversations. So I just wanted to echo what Kayla said, and thanks for bringing that up, Dave. I want to also ask you, Dave, what do you think about when you think about community health? Do you have a vision that pops in your head for like a well, healthy community? I mean, I guess I haven't thought that much about it, but if I were to say a few things, I guess pollution uh, is one. And then uh, I've heard of about uh, food deserts where some communities don't have quick access or easy access to grocery stores or food. Um, I guess you also would have to think about water and what happened with Flint, Michigan, and hoping that never, ever happens around here or anywhere else. But that's tied into pollution. Those are the things I think about is the environment, I guess, and just an ability to get to make healthy choices, to have access to healthy choices. 
Yeah. I'm kind of making this up on the fly, but well, you're, the more you're, I sound, the more I talk about it, the more I'm kind of piecing it together. Well, I think you did great. I mean, I Thank think, you. you know, having quality air to breathe is one of the most important things we can have. And if you don't have clean drinking water, well, good luck getting your other hierarchy of health needs met. What you said, Dave, is what we're trying to do with Activate. So I appreciate your vantage point there. And that's why you're the perfect producer for us. And well, you're going to destroy yeah, this. And I didn't even see any notes or anything. No, so that was, <laughs> that was on the fly. Blindsided by this. Blindsided. I yeah. Well, I also know that Dave is the one that cooks, I believe, right? Yeah, I like For the to most cook. part at your house. So mm -hmm. yes. you're the one doing the grocery shopping and yeah. cooking, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Renaissance man over there. <laughs> I try to be, Josh. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's clear and uh, the audience obviously sees it and appreciates it. And <laughs> so do we. Well, I just want to ask one more question, Dave, and we'll let you off the hook. But if you had a magic wand and you could have one wish granted to improve our nation's health in any one area, what would that be? Oh, jeez. Mm. Yeah, nothing to think about. No big, you know. You know what concerns me? And I'm going to sound judgmental. Um, and maybe video games is unfair to pick on. I know that there's fitness video games as well. But I am a little concerned about when I was a kid, it was more about going outside. And I don't, I don't see that happening as much. Maybe I'm sounding like an old man here, uh, but I just worry about that trend that people are, are having a lot of great virtual experiences. And I think video games are, are cool and great in their own way, but going outside is irreplaceable. So that's kind of something that's on my mind. Couldn't agree more. I could not agree more with that statement. And I think that is definitely a main a main concern, especially as we think about childhood obesity and just the number of actual real life experiences that our kids are having and the ability to to grow up and function and learn um, about how society works beyond just the screen is, I think, a definitely real, real challenge for parents that uh, we're facing. I know uh, I can speak from my own experience in that regard. So. I do not have that experience to share. I'm not a parent yet, yes. but I will announce uh, on my podcast <laughs> that my wife and I are pregnant. And yes. So I hope that our ultrasound goes well next week so that uh, when this podcast uh, comes out, they don't have to make another announcement. But oh, uh, we're very excited. So I uh, look forward to joining that club and dealing with some of those yes. challenges that you guys have been facing. But once again, you're here with Activate Your Health and you're learning about uh, health activities here in Allen County. We want to turn our attention to upcoming events and some action items that Activate Allen County has upcoming and some programs that we want to let the community know about. Definitely. So we are really excited to, in 2021, be able to relaunch some of the things that were lacking in 2020 and also really hopefully have more engagement as we move past the pandemic and we focus on some of the new and brighter things to come. We have our Activated Faith Challenge, which is open currently, open to any faith organization, any denomination, any size faith community. We have online applications, and this is just a mini grant to get a little bit of a starter fund going to enhance the health of the community that you're serving, whether it be the community around your church or whether it be your congregation itself. We would like to see how you envision, again, not dictating, but asking you to think about how you see your faith community increasing their health, whether it be a mental, physical, nutritional, or other mechanism to do that. So we are really interested to work with the faith communities and help facilitate some of those lasting, sustainable changes. So if you would like to apply for that, we have that application available online. And we also have our Activated Child Care Challenge, which will be launching in February. This is open to three child care uh, facilities in our region that 
want to do the same thing Kayla mentioned for the faith-based organizations. If a local child care center is interested in improving the health of their children that they're serving, we have a great opportunity to fund those programs up to $500. Once again, we're looking at mental, physical, and nutrition. We're looking for some policy change there, but we really want to empower those child care centers to take on a project that they've already been wanting to do. And then we also have our tobacco cessation program, Activate Change, Quit. You can get registered for the ONU Mobile Clinic, which is meeting on Tuesdays at the West Ohio Food Bank, or you can call Mercy Health and they will get you signed up for their clinic in the St. Rita's Medical Center. Two great programs free of charge and really are going to provide all the assistance that we can provide to get you to make that big lifestyle change and give up tobacco products. So once again, you're listening to Activate Your Health with Josh and Kayla, and we're going to move on to some winter health tips. I know we had talked about some individual health earlier, and we just want to leave you with a few tips on some things that you can do with your family, by yourself, to get moving and have fun this winter. And I'll start just with some physical fitness activities. I think a lot of people are afraid of the cold. I just want to first let people know you do not like there is no illness that comes into your body from being out in the cold. If you wear a hat and gloves, you don't get sick from being in the cold. So, you know, be a good role model. If you're a parent or if you're a grandparent, the best thing you can do is put on a smile put on a winter hat and coat and go outside and go on some winter adventures when we have some snow. Build a snowman. Do some snow angels. Go sledding and build some memories and encourage our youngsters to have a lifelong love of the outdoors in the winter. Just having some access to green space does so much for our physical and our mental health that it's so important to establish those lifelong habits early in life because when we try to wait and as, as an adult and then I decide, you know what, I'm going to try to lose weight. I'm going to change my lifestyle because I just want to be a healthier person. That's a real hard change to make. And it, be, and it takes some intentionality and some real lifestyle behavioral changes. But if we can install, instill those healthy habits early in life and be good role models, we're really setting up the youngest among us to be successful and healthy people. So that would be my physical health tip. Kayla, do you have any ideas that uh, for people to be a little healthier when they when it comes to nutrition and diet? Oh, definitely, definitely. I think, like again, you said in the winter, it is more challenging to, to get that movement that we need. Uh, we may not want to be outdoors as much, although as Josh mentioned, we definitely should, but we will probably be limiting our time outdoors because it is more, um, of course, chillier at that point. But it, it is difficult to get that additional movement in your day. So nutrition becomes very important in the winter um, and just generally speaking. So looking at how we're eating and looking at our portions, uh, we never at Activate, like again, dictating is just not what we're, what we're here to do, but we do uh, recognize the, the need for a well-balanced diet and portion control and the fact that you can eat whatever you want, you can drink whatever you want, but you still have to monitor uh, all those things. So the, the beverage calories can quickly add up as well as um, the, you know, the actual food calories. So those things are really um, need, need to be monitored closely in the winter. So thinking about portions, thinking about how you're building your plate, trying to get more of that produce, those fruits and veggies to incorporate more of your plate than, like I said earlier in, in the show, 
the, the starches and those refined sugars, things that don't really add too much to our nutritional uh, profile as far as their value, trying to decrease that amount, you know, and those good proteins. So our fish and our uh, chicken and our lean cuts of meat. So watching how much red meat, those are just some simple things you can do, especially in the winter when it's just basically a matter of fact that we are a little bit less active than we would be in the warm summer months. That's a great topic that you bring up because personally, I know a lot of people, they're isolated, they're sad and alone, and they're probably turning to more food, drinking some empty calories, like you said. And I know that we've seen a big uptick in alcohol consumption and alcohol sales throughout the nation through the pandemic. And so as we get sad and as we feel isolated, sometimes those healthy habits start eroding and we feel anxious and alone. And so once again, I want to encourage everybody to take some time, meditate, do some yoga, pamper yourself. It's okay to spend some time reading a book. You know, I recently was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and they were reminding us, you're never wasting time when you're reading a good book. And a lot of people might feel like just taking that time for yourself might be selfish, but we need that. And we need it more than ever during this time of the year. And so once again, if you're feeling sad, you can call the Hope Line at 1-800-567-HOPE. That's 1-800-567-4673 or text 741-741 for the Hope Line. We also have a great event coming up in April as we're thinking about getting out of the winter and starting the spring regimen of being outside more and being more active. We are planning a distribution event at Safi on Market Street that will be sponsored by Paramount Health Advantage, and we will be out there on April 9th. So we will have more details to come on that, but that is something to look forward to as we think about warmer weather and also seeing more people face-to-face, and as this will be a drive-through event, a safe event, but more details to come. So we're getting excited about one of our first events for the year. Yeah, and we did get notification just yesterday that we have a special guest that will be showing up. We're not sure that they can be there for the whole time, but we have uh, Cleveland Browns mascot Chomps will be making his Lima debut at our event, and we'll be there, you know, Probably not taking selfies, depending on the safety with COVID, but he'll be out there taking pictures, waving, and uh, we're going to have a lot of great things to give away that day for families and children to help get them moving and a little happier. And we're all Cleveland Browns fans now, right? Well, you know, there's a lot of those fans coming out of the woodwork. I haven't seen so many Browns fans in my whole life until this year. I guess it's been a long time coming. So kudos to the Browns and their fans. I think they have a good thing going and hopefully they'll uh, progress in the playoffs next year. I think so. I hope so. We'll see. We'll, We'll see what happens in the years to come. But as we wrap up today, we really do appreciate everyone joining us and listening in. And hopefully you make it a monthly event to join us here. We will be having next month a discussion around COVID, around some of the science of the masks and some of the science of the vaccine and just some questions that I'm sure that many of us have as we think about the next steps in the COVID process, where we have been and where we are, where we are heading and how we can continue to get the best information. There is so much information out there. So we want to provide some of the most, you know, the scientific facts and the most current and up-to-date information that we can. And that is actually factual. And I think that's really important for us as we think about how many pieces of media we consume each day. So we will be talking about COVID in February. You can also follow us on social media to continue to get up-to-date information from us on what we'll be doing. Our challenges and our activities and our events are all on our social media pages. So that's Activate Allen County. 
You can also send us a message or reach out to us on our website, activateallencounty.com, if you'd like to be a part of our newsletter mailing list. We do a quarterly newsletter, so it gives you some more information about things that are coming up and also things that have been done in the past, so that way you can get up to speed with all things Activate. So we would love to have you join us there. And we also need a lot of volunteers. When we talk about these distribution events and some of the programs that we oversee, we really need you, the listener, Allen County residents, our stakeholders, to tell us what you want to see for your county. We want to hear what your vision is. And we'd love to have you work with us and be part of our coalitions, part of those community conversations that we'll be promoting on this podcast coming up. And we just would like to hear from you and hear about what you would like to see for your future here in Allen County. So until next time, thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you soon. See ya.